Bam, we're live. When I think of Noble, I, I when I think of Noble, I see their logo. I think of the Twin Towers burning down. <laughs> and I think of them as a fascist, hateful organization that's just a tool of the man, a complete sellout brand to the fullest, 100%. Uh, the, I think their original story is, is they came up with the name and then they came up with the product. And I just, they're just fucking sellouts. Don't they're against they're they they don't want they they're okay with men and women's sports. Call me old school, but I think women should be set I think women and men should be separate. They should compete over here and there could be something like we could do a, a different event where we compete together. Hi hi, hi Cara. Hey, how's it going? Good. Welcome, welcome. Good morning. Thank you. <laughs> we deserve better. We deserve better. Dude, hey Car, do you not do podcasts normally? Is it how I, I was like, I, I look around for interviews with you and like, man, you're, you're, it's, it's, it's tough. I think you're yeah. like, have the third biggest following or fourth biggest following out of active female CrossFitters. And yet, um, and then I've talked to other podcasters and they're like, how the fuck do you get her? <laughs> I'm a bit picky. Wow. I, uh, I, yeah, I, um, uh, I am a little bit picky. I'm just precious with my time. So I'm like, look, you're easy. Cause of like, been there done that I know it's good so and then others usually the only way in is if they sort of know someone or someone's recommended them and then I'm like okay sweet I trust but um I've given like, Maddie a handy in the past there <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I don't know I think not all podcasters like intentions are kind of the same and I'm like yeah I don't know I'm just like a bit funny so um I'm not I'm not a no I'm not a no but you're you're in America. I'm in America. Yeah, I'm in Tennessee for the last day today. Yeah, you're at the Mayhem Empire. I am. Yep, in the Airbnb right now. Yeah. Um. Is it fun? I, I heard Patrick Clark say something to you that like, I don't know if this number could possibly be true, but like, twenty percent of the games athletes are now. Is is it really like that? Is it like walking around and you're like, oh, there's the, the, the there's that team, there's that dude, there's that girl. Yeah, there's people everywhere. There's athletes everywhere. It's like I didn't even realize how many there actually were. And, um, yeah, heaps of individual athletes, heaps of team athletes. Like they're obviously just doing it right and people want to be there. So it's been it's been a really good time. Epic prep. Uh, what what's the um what's the protocol? I'm an athlete. You're an athlete, but I but you know I want to come take a picture of you. Can I just come over and be like, hey, like. Uh, look, I, I think everyone's got everyone's got their own protocol. I think uh -huh. um, it depends how approachable you are. I'm pretty like when I'm over here, I'm a lot more relaxed because I don't have like my normal life stuff to do. Like we are here to train, hang out with my daughter. We come back to the Airbnb and eat and chill. Like I don't have to like I don't have to like do all of the normal life logistics. So I'm like so much more chill. So I'm happy to like stop and take a photo. Someone gets me like. Obviously, if I'm in the middle of a workout or something, like that's a pain in the ass. But um, most people are pretty good. And I think the people in Mayhem are so used to it because there's always athletes there. So, like, their members and everything are, like, super respectful. They're really chill. Um, but, yeah, I think every athlete's a little bit different. Some might not like it and kind of want to stay in their bubble a little bit and they might separate themselves in another area or whatever. But for me, I'm kind of like, yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't bother me. Right Do you have now. a training buddy there yet already? We kind of, I've been training a little bit with everyone. So I definitely have found, we kind of got loosely split into kind of some groups for the sake of like the times that we were in spaces just to not have everyone in one space, like all crowded at the same time. But I ended up um, 
kind of just at times naturally training with like some of the boys, like some of the like other international boys and a couple of the girls, like Victoria. She's really cool. And we just kind of like if where's she has, from? Where's Victoria from? Um, Brazil, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, so she's really cool, and it's just like if it sort of works out, the, the one thing that's actually been really good is there's heaps of different athletes. And I think, um, but there's been like a, a pretty good vibe. Like it's kind of like, hey, you know, you know, say we're doing something with like um, a piece of equipment that there's only one of like a pig or something like that. We'll be like, hey, you know, why are you doing that? Do you want to go one-to-one in each other's rest? And we're super chill to do that. I think like there has to be a certain dynamic with athletes. Like some are good about it and some like obviously don't want to be around anyone like pre-competition but for me I mean I'm old dog I've been around 10 years it's not going to change anything now if someone sees what I can or can't do like they know my tricks um and so I just like do me and yeah it's been pretty good and the boys are good value and um whoa, yeah, so. whoa, whoa, whoa. the boys are good value what's that mean oh, oh like they're good. They're, they're good to train around so there's ah. like yeah we've got like Baden came from Australia in the last couple of days and then um there's like Lazar and Aldis and like people I haven't really trained with before and um yeah they're pretty cool they're like oh we'll wait do a workout with you i'm like okay cool but yeah i'm like look i'm used to training in the front yard often with no music because i need to hear my daughter running underneath me you know like uh it's not glamorous so like i just i don't really care i'll roll with whatever's there i just get the work done i'm not asking you if you care but i want you to be honest with me all right always how much has your training suffered now that you're running a nanny shop and a <laughs> and a and a super high high end uh, athlete shop in the same fucking hundred square feet, <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, it's chaos. It's chaos. Um, yeah, look, there's times where it does suffer, and then in the other sense, it's almost better because I'm a little bit. I appreciate and take take advantage of the good time when I have the good time when I can do something. So I think the quality that I'll put in to those other times might be a little bit better um, because I appreciate it and I know how hectic it can be. So say, for instance, like if um, Maddie's home from work or whatever and I've got his help or whatever and I know I'll like be all in, um, there's definitely times where like the hardest part has been like I might miss a session, you know, I might have to miss a piece because. Yeah, that's hardcore, man. Yeah, that's 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 mentally must be like you have to like for people. It's not just like you missed a session. Like I, I know I'm 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 assuming that it's like I'm gonna do this, and then and it's like singularly focused. And then uh, uh, I'm not gonna do this. I'm gonna do this over here. Uh, like you're gonna train to win the CrossFit Games, then all of a sudden you're gonna be over here changing diapers and tending to a sick child or yeah. a hurt toe. It's like that's fucking that's a gnarly shift. I think emotionally. Um- it can, it can be. I'm like, can a, be. sorry, I'm, it can be. Sorry, it can yeah, be. Yeah, I'm like very, I'm pretty much a realist. Like I, I think in the early days when I say when she was really little and I didn't really like know as much, it was a little bit harder, but like she's just turned three. Like I know how it goes now. I know shit goes down. I know it gets flipped upside down and you don't know when that's going to happen. So the one thing I always tell myself is I'm like stressing about not training will do more damage than not training. So like the stress overall, like systemically is just like chronic and like no good. So um, I just try not to make a deal of it. I'll put in a little bit more next time or whatever. Like it's not ideal. Um, You know, there's some little things that are kind of hard. For instance, like 
I would, you know, one thing that I'm not like super prepared on is like I have to run a lot more on like my air runner at home because I'm at home with my daughter. I can't like leave her inside oh. and just go for a run, you know, outside. You know, I'm not going to drag her to the track or whatever. So like my conditioning, say, to like outdoor running versus like running on an air runner, I get the work done, sure, but it's a little bit different. So like there's just some sacrifices like that. Um but I'm like, I'm just doing the best I can with what I have. And the re- the reality is I made a choice. Like I wanted to have a kid. I did. It comes with some changes. I just own them and do the best I can with what I have. But I also want to parent a certain way and I'm just not willing to compromise on that. So um, that's my like on my list of priorities, like that's at the top. And so I always just come back to that. I'm like, look, she's just more of a priority. Like, um, and the you know competition just had to kind of go down a notch like that's just that's just the pecking order in our in our house now um so yeah it can definitely be a little bit frustrating at times and you definitely yeah I miss training sessions or like I remember going into the gym one day and just like you had this whole plan to get stuff done I packed like the bag for Scotty like I had to go into the local gym because I needed like a rope climb um and it was like raining at home or something we went in I pack all the snacks and all the stuff to keep her going whatever and she has a meltdown and she's like <laughs> I just I'm I'm looking at this kid and I'm like this kid just like fully like needs her mum right now like something's going on like she needs a hug she needs to like not sit here and deal with my shit for a minute and I'm like do you want a smoothie like you want to go get a smoothie you want to just bin this and she's like yes you know like she's just having she's just emotional I'm like all right Pack the shit up. We'll go down to the beach. Oh, we'll get a smoothie and we'll sit impressive. there. Like, that's impressive. Yeah. Like, and you know, like that just that just happens sometimes. And yeah, it's not ideal, but I I wouldn't have it any other way. Like I chose to have it this way, so I can't. It's like that. people who get a dog and then your dog chews your shoes and then you're pissed <laughs> off. And it's like, hey, dude, that's what dogs do. Hundred percent. If you get a new dog, you are going to lose a pair of shoes. That's part of the deal. Yep. And so don't be an idiot and argue with reality. And then another thing you said that's powerful and there is, especially for people who have parents, they all heard it. You want to parent a certain way and, and you're uncompromising about it. It's going to yeah. be, and, and man, I wish there were more parents like that. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think like everyone's obviously got their own sort of like goals and definitions of how they want to parent. I don't think there's one that's necessarily more right than the other. Like it depends on how you've grown up. And yeah, some opinions. I mean, I have, I have some, but I also am pretty like compassionate to like people's different situations, but, um, mm-hmm. and I, You're a good dude. but, um, I, yeah, I have the idea of like how I want to parent. Um, I want to be super present with my kid because I think if you don't pay attention in the early days, they end up a prick later, and you can't fix that because oh, that's so all they've true. known. Like you can't, they can't, you can't go to them at twelve and be like, "Hey, why are you being a bitch? Like, why are you so? Why don't you want to talk to me? Why, you know, why do you have all these issues? Like, oh, well, I didn't pay attention when it really counted. Like for the things that were their big things when they were small. Like it might seem small, but it's big for them." And um, so I, I think I've got to build that foundation from early to like essentially contribute a pretty good human being to the world. And um, I take that pretty seriously. Plus like super fun, like I love her. She's my little bestie. So um, bestie. yeah, there was a picture of you I'm looking for. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> it was posted recently and you're standing with a bar over your head. Uh, it might've been on mayhem in like, I was doing like, open yes, yeah, yes, no yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God, you look so beautiful. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> but, huh? But, 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 are you crooked? Am I crooked? What do yeah. you mean? Uh, oh. see, see your torso? 
Yeah, I don't know if that's look. It's very likely that I'm like that's in. how I look when my back hurts, but worse in the mirror. I look up in the mirror, my torso is not sitting on my head. I'm like, damn, is that like that's the, the one of the most beautiful bodies I've ever seen? But is it crooked? Like, is she wounded? Look, I don't know. I'm not wounded, but I okay. um, I mean, we're all a little bit wounded. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm 32 and I've got 10 years of like crossing under my belt, so I'm a little bit wounded. But um, yeah, I. I could very likely be. I don't know if it's like. Look at your abs, how they kind of go off like this. Yeah. So I definitely have had like, I guess, more of a history of like, if I have any issues, it's definitely like twisting stuff like with my hips, especially after I have my daughter, like stuff just moves. Um, But uh, yeah. And I definitely kind of end up one sided post travel. Who knows? But like, look, I'm I'm still like marching along, twisted or not. (laughs) (laughs) Will will you um will you share you're, you're going to share your shirt money um with the athletes but but not Tia right she got enough money right yeah well I mean yeah like I I mean I think it's only fair because she's already got her own jersey and we'll get her own contribution that yeah. um the goal was I was like look if I there's only you're going to so segregate far. you're 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 sexist <laughs> racist no no white girls oh white gosh. girls can get the money yeah clearly I'm just a really <laughs> privileged class I'm just a sore loser right um yeah. I uh I just figured I'm like look if you if I divvied it up say between like all of the Australians we're gonna get like we're lucky to get a coffee each right but um yeah, yeah. So I'm like I'll divvy it up in my class of anyone who didn't get a jersey and she was obviously the only other one that got a jersey so um she's more than welcome to do the same thing but um that's on her that's right. like her decision but um yeah, that's how I'm going to do it. I don't know what that'll look like. I don't know what like their order, like, what their quantities are, what they're ordering or anything like that or what that money will look like. But I'm like, look, if it buys a couple of beers at the end of it or pays for a little bit of something, then right. whatever. Yeah. I, um, I, I, I'm trying to, re- I, I noticed you were extremely, for especially for you, how I, my, my perception, the little box that I keep uh, Cara Saunders in, and don't let you get out of my impression of you is you were extremely humble and loving towards her and, and generous with your person at the, um, Torium pro. Nice. At oh, the, yeah. at the end. Yeah. I think of you as more as a fierce, uh, uh you, I, I do see you as a very fierce competitor, but at the end, I hadn't seen that side of you before. Oh, like the, the, like the mom, oh, like the mom side or with Tia? No, with Tia, just the respect. Yeah. 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 Just the respect. Um, just the utmost respect that you gave her. Yeah. Look, I think I do have respect for everything that she's achieved and I think you'd be pretty crazy not to, um, like she's done something that like everybody, no one else has done in our sport. No other female has done. Right. So, or dude, um, or dude, or dude, that's right at this point. So, you would be crazy to not like you pay respect where respect is due. Um, mm. And so, yeah, for sure. And I mean, there's always that like like-mindedness, right? Like whether, um, you know, people always ask, say like, Oh, what athletes are friends with who and blah, blah, blah. And like all of that aside, we all have one thing in common. Like we do the same thing and we understand the work it takes to be there. And so like better than anyone, I understand how hard she's obviously worked, right? Like, and I can totally value that. I know what it takes. And then to to be like achieving high, high, like, and plus like it doesn't hurt to just be a nice person. Like it just, I don't know. There's, there's enough like shit in the world. Like you've why? gotten soft. You had a kid and you got soft. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I did. I tell many all the time. I'm like, I'm like, you may be soft, man. I was like independent woman. And now I'm like all dependent and like chill. And, <laughs> giving I, away I, money. Yeah, legit. Although I said this, I'm like, I 
was definitely like so much more like hot-headed in my younger days. Like I grew up an only child for a long time, very independent, like just always did my own thing. I, I hate help. You know, I hate being helped, all that kind of stuff. I just like love doing stuff for myself and really, really fierce. And um, like that, there's definitely still an element of that. But over time, if you kind of like lose control of it, it kind of would just make me like cranky. And I'm like, man, I had like a couple of things happen in life that were hard. And I'm like, I don't want to get around the world being cranky. I'm like, it just feels like shit. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't want to, it's not like really doing anything for me. And honestly, it's just like, yeah, my life's pretty good. Like, there's just no reason to like kind of be hot headed or crazy. I'm like, I really enjoy my life. Like, we've it takes so much energy too to like have, be in that mindset and to be that way towards people. It just it's so much of an energy drain as opposed to just going with the flow and and being more giving. Yeah, yeah, totally. It is. I think a lot of it just come from like you know, I don't know, bloody past family trauma or whatever, and it's just shit that you have to work through. And I think having <laughs> I, I, I literally think like. Oh, the pole, stop it. Um, <laughs> I'm still badass, man. I still, I still got some, I got a little bit left. But um, I think having my daughter, like when you have a kid, you like really look at yourself in the mirror. I found, I don't know, I don't know if that's like just a mom thing or some people, but I found like, I was like, man, I don't want to pass my shit onto my kid. Like, oh, I think that all that my, my wife and I talk about that all the time. Yeah. I'm Even like, if you I, have to be a little fake, like like stay in control. Don't pass your shit onto your kid. Yeah. I'm like, like I definitely you know, I, I feel like I cop the brunt of that from my parents. Like I don't have a good relationship with my parents. And I, I'm like, man, I don't want to do that to her because it feels crappy. And um, so I was like, I kind of need to sort my stuff out. Like, and I went through a phase where I think she might've been like one or two. And it was really tough because I was like doing all the, I was doing the work, right? Like the internal work, like working on me and going like, I don't want to, like, who do I want to be? Like, who do I want her to see? Because they don't listen to anything you say. They just copy you. They mm-hmm. copy everything that you do. And I'm like, it. I can tell her whatever, but it's all going to come down to like how Maddie and I interact with each other. That's how she's going to interact in a relationship one day. How we talk to each other, how we talk to other people, everything. We hey, do, man, how you talk to your parents, too. Yeah, that's yeah. the tricky. That's the tricky part, right? You you got some beef with your parents, and like you better squash that shit, or your fucking kid's gonna turn thirty and bring that shit right back like a mirror. <laughs> <to you. laughs> yes, yes. Hey, like a, a simple thing just to make it practical. Like if I if I go in my car and I'm leaving the house and I didn't kiss my wife goodbye, and even if I'm in a hurry and it's not a big deal, I go back in, hug her, squeeze her butt, kiss her, tell her fucking I love her to death, ask her if there's anything she needs. The whole thing is fake as shit. <laughs> But I want, but I want my kids to see, and, and it starts to feel real as you go through the motions. Obviously, by the end, and we laugh and we giggle, and um, but I do, I do that for my kids. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. We do the I, same I, thing. Yeah, it's like man, like, or if I fight, like the thing I always say, we gotta make up in front of them. Yeah, we're teaching mm-hmm. them how to fight. We have, I have to come to you and say, I'm sorry, I raised my voice to you. Completely inappropriate. What a joke that I lost control because you left the fridge open. Yeah, 100%. Right? You got to be like, even if I don't, even if I'm like fucking hating myself, I'm not even (laughs) humble enough to say it. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) For them. Yeah. For them. And then in saying that too, you like, we talk about a lot. We're like, you can't not fight either because you don't want to like shelter them from the world. Like, look. No. I want them to know how to fight too. All my friends who they don't fight with their wives or their girlfriends, their shit's fucked. Yeah. You have to know how to fight. Yeah, you just like get it out and then it's like how you recover and how they see it recover and like like I said, then they copy that. Like that's all they know. They just they watch and they copy like the good and the bad. So you just have to like tread like plus it's like 
I don't know. You say like it's kind of fake to like come back and you know do that little routine. But it's not fake. It's just forced the energy wise, right? The process. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. Forced. I mean, but I like, still love her, and I'm glad yeah. I did it. But yeah, it's, I but like I, but it. I, but I'm doing it for ulterior motives. But then it starts yeah. to feel real, like you know, once I, I do it. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they just, yeah, they, they just copy. I'm like, honestly, there's just, I don't know. I, I, I take parenting pretty seriously, not in like a stress serious kind of way, but I'm like, I made this human. Like, I, I don't want to put a shit person out in the world and be like, I'm responsible for that. I'm it's our like, only legacy, man. It's our yeah. only legacy. Yeah. And plus you get to like make, like have cool people to hang out with and look after you when you're old. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, PMI premium services, Ricardo Montalban, the, the most generous uh, person we ever have always in the chat. Uh, well, maybe there's the Olsen dad too and Sarah yeah. Cox, but this guy's dope. Uh, yep. Tell Cara that she's my favorite, favorite female athlete. Oh, no, I, refu- I, I refuse to. <laughs> <laughs> um, this means you're a good parent from Wad Zombie. You, um, I are w- our, our, our um our mutual. Uh, well, I, maybe he's your friend, but I admire him. Uh, M- Mr. Uh, Royce Dunn mm-hmm. cannot come to the country because um he refused the injection. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, fuck, I admire him for, I, I want to fucking move the whole CrossFit Games to Australia because of that. Yeah. Like, fuck you guys. And he wrote on there in his Instagram post, post, which I don't agree with, is that he made the choice. He didn't make the fucking choice. All the other idiots made the choice. He didn't do shit. Yeah. He doesn't deserve to be punished at all. He didn't do nothing. Yeah, I had a little bit of a read through, like, some of the comments. I was talking to Royce, like, I love Royce. He's a good dude. I, yeah. like, talk to him, like, fairly often. And, um... I was like, oh, sorry, it happened, man. Like, it's shit. Um, it's it's really nothing short of shit. Like, is it really? But um, but uh, like, he's good. Obviously, he. Uh, uh, my personal thing is, I think everyone has a right to their choice. Like, I think yeah. it's not it's no one else's business. In so right. many other ways, I think you do you, man. Um, but and- it's the people who got the injection who made the choice. Well, they yeah. chose he's saying he made the choice not to get it it seems like word fuckery to me to say like well I, i'm choosing right now not to fucking um stab myself with a knife i'm no i'm not i'm just not doing it yeah yeah it's um yeah it's a tricky situation i mean i kind of have like through this whole time i've stayed pretty away from any like through all the that talk i guess like any jab talk any stuff i'm like it's I feel like it when I engage in like the conversation, especially on socials, right? Um, if I engage in the conversation too much or get into it too much, you just open the door for anyone who like you never have a conversation with and who you don't give a shit about their their opinion to come straight in and start like man, man, man. But um, mm-hmm. man, I hundred percent stand by Roycey and his decision and what he feels like like all power to him, man. I wish more people like had the backbone that he does um, to stand by his decision and do what's right for him and his family. And um, I know that he feels like really good and comfortable in it. Like it's, yes, he didn't really make, he, he had to make a choice, but really wasn't kind of given a choice. It was, he just right. had to, he, 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 he got a, he was punished for having an, an opinion essentially. Right. Um, yep. For having, for having an opinion or a view, which I, I think, I don't know. Opinion. Uh, we're not allowed opinions or views anymore. That's right. That's, that's, that's not that's illegal. That's illegal yeah, that's now. Illegal. We're like Maddie, shadow man. Yeah, Maddie and I talk about it a lot. Like one thing we've always done really well in our relationship is like we can have like a super differing opinion. It doesn't happen often. There'll be like a handful of things where we're like 
you know, where we'll be, we'll differ and we'll talk about it and we'll like say our views and then we'll be like, oh, man, like I just don't think I want to see your side. He's like, yeah, I just disagree with you. And we're like, okay, cool, man. Like move let's, on. Just, <laughs> let's just move on. Like you feel like that. I feel like this. It's not really affecting our day-to-day. Like there's nothing huge for the major things. We're on the same page, but we're like, it's cool. Like that's what an opinion is. But right. these days everyone just wants to hear their words out of somebody else's mouth. And that's just not how the world mm. works. Like, you know, you, the, yeah. So I, I literally like a while back, I just like took a step back. I'm like, I'm not getting involved with it. I'm not having conversations with people who like don't even want to entertain or hear anything after sale. What's the point? I'll talk about it. Maddie and I'll have a whinge and talk about it in our bubble and then move on. But um, cause it got super heated in Australia for a long time. It was like, mm-hmm. everything was like super crazy. So yeah, people don't like being forcing, um, being forced to take drugs and, and drugs being forced on their kids. Some people no. don't like that so much. Yeah, some people no. don't agree with that. Yeah. And yeah. then the, the divide. It's weird, it's weird right? Yes. Yeah, but the divide between what was even crazier is like just the divide between friends and family members and everything just for having a different view instead of being like, hey, you do you, man, and what you need to do for your family and your workplace and whatever else you need to do or that you want to do. And then I'm going to do over here what's right for me and my family and blah, blah, blah. And just leaving it at that, people are like losing friends of like, you know, 20 years and like it's yep. just hectic. And I'm like, whatever, it's good. I like, I think it, that kind of, those kind of attitudes like come through and it just kind of like clears the trash out for you. It makes it super easy. Tidy up your life a little bit, have some good stuff around you and charge on. I'm very curious how you got into this country, but I'm going to wait until our next podcast to ask you. <laughs> um, uh, h- how, how, how is, uh, how is Maddie? He's good. He's uh, living the look. He's he's got it a little bit tough right now. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, dude, with like we're in the thick of it. He's- Maddie's her husband, by the way. Uh, he 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 was the uh, uh, baby batter donor that made the baby. Yeah, that guy. Right? <laughs> that made me soft. Um, yeah, 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 he, made me soft. yeah he, ruined, he ruined cars. <laughs> he um is in full like daddy daycare mode hard like he's the primary right now if anyone is responsible for our daughter that's him right now um and he does a gnarly job at that he's always epic like that we're full like co-parents all the way even in everything we do anyway but right now he's kind of it's like if something's really wrong he's like if she's not sleeping he's the one that goes into her bed you know it's not me right now I've got the free pass um if I'm training in the gym and she's being wild and running around trying to get under people's barbells like he's the guy that has to stop and go get her like um, so it's not the most fun for him right now. He's doing really well. Like he's not complaining, don't get me wrong. But um, I can see I'm like, oh, it's not like the most fun. Like it's not a holiday for him here. Like he's kind of working and then making sure that, you know, I'm good and sorted and helping me out. Like he wears a thousand hats, that man. I swear he there's nothing he can't do. You should walk by him later today and be like, man, you're so lucky. He's going to be like, why? He's all, because you're getting to practice selfless.ness I'm giving you this this opportunity. Fuck, Maddie. I treat you so good. I'm giving you a chance to be enlightened right now. To raise up. Yeah, to just be like, I am selfless. Um, um, Daniel Brandon uh, has been in the spotlight recently for a shift in coaches. I know yeah. that you went through something in a, in a, in a time that was um, equally pro- as hard probably, but um, there wasn't the spotlight on it because social media and, the, and, and just the, the sport wasn't where it was at and CrossFit wasn't where it was at. And now it's like, really like there's just this floodlight that can just go anywhere. Um, that, that when you switch coaches, 
you had a longtime coach that everyone just pictured you always at the games with, and then he wasn't your coach. Um, did that did that happen close to the games? Yeah, super close. So I think it would have been maybe like a month or two. It might have been like just after the oh wow, like, like the semifinals or something like that. I think so. Which similar, would have been the regionals back then? Okay. Yep, the regionals back then, and then um. Yeah, that kind of like all ended. And obviously, he'd been my coach since the start. I think maybe it didn't get as much spotlight either because he wasn't like a famous coach, right? Like, wasn't mm-hmm. like known, didn't have other athletes or anything like that. Um, and uh, but but your but your relationship was similar to his and Kotler's in the sense that man, it was it it, it was perceived from the outside as a very special relationship. I yeah. mean, like you guys were like a, a team. Like when yeah. I would see you guys, I mean, it was cool. Yeah, we definitely did have that. And I think that that relationship 100% like served its purpose. I'm forever grateful for the time and dedication that he gave to me and the role that he kind of stepped up to because he was just an affiliate owner, right? Like he learned how to coach and be there for me in something that he had never done before and taught mm-hmm. me things that I still take into competition to this day. Um, unfortunately, back then, you know, that year and everything was super crazy for me. And then in on a personal front, there were some like conflicts there and like some choices that I made in my life and that didn't align with him either. And then we kind of like, I was like, look, I, I can't be in this like negative. I hate, I hate to throw the word around, but kind of toxic situation. Right. And I was like, it's just no good for me. Um, like this is kind of done its thing and we just parted ways. And, um, yeah, I was kind of like out of my, I was gym hopping, leading up to flying to the US, I reached out to Dan Bailey and was like, oh, can you write some workouts for me? Like just put anything together because I'm like, I have no idea how to do this prep thing on my own. Um, I don't know how to taper or anything. Like I kind of know, but I've never had to actually be the one, you know, with the pen to paper. And um, so he just threw some random stuff and we were just winging it. Um, And yeah, it kind of paid off. In the sense that you had a good games? Yeah, but I think for me, like, I felt really- And Maddie was there with you. You you were a different person that year. You were kind of, like, on the love cloud. Like, you were, like, floating around and shit. I totally was, and I think <laughs> I felt, like, liberated. Like, I was free. Uh... Like, I, I think for me, um, the relationship that I had, like, with Brian as a coach, like, the, this is my, like, later on analysis, right, is, um, like, I had a really bad relationship with my dad. Like, I haven't seen my dad in- I don't know, over 10 years or something like that. I get a text message once a year. But I, um, hmm. I, and I think like it, for me, he kind of filled that void a little bit of like a father figure and was really like carrying me through so many aspects of my personal and professional life and was always there. And it, it definitely like helped me a lot. And then I kind of got to a point where I was like, oh, I kind of feel a little bit like suffocated and a little bit controlled. And I, I just hit this point where like, how old would I have been? Maybe like 26 or 27. And I was like, I, I, then I'd gotten together with Maddie and I was like, Hey man, like, I just want to like be my own woman, you know, like I wanted to be set free and I broke away. I just felt so liberated. I was like, no one can tell me what to do. I'm making my own decisions. I was like, I don't care if I make all the wrong ones. I just want them to be mine. Like I'm kind of stubborn like that too, I guess, like that whole like independent, I'd lost that independence that I had when I was a kid. And um, that that's like my strong point. And, um, so then to like move away, I just felt so like, yeah, like I just, the power was like, it was put back to me. And I think that's a huge, and then obviously. So I- different than what, um, Danielle's going through, mm-hmm. but, 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 but opposite. it was interesting. Yeah. Because her, I think her coach was the one who, the, 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 the way I'm understanding the story, it was her coach who was like, okay, I've had en- enough and, and we need to, we need space. We need to part ways. 
Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I mean, like, I'm in, like, my little Australia bubble, right? Like, I don't really know too much of, like, what's going on. I was on. just imagining what it was like a month before the games to have such a dramatic shift. But for you, it sounds like, and it sounds like maybe she's finding that place too. Well, one, it sounds like she's going to process, she's she's pushed it down and she's going to process it after the games. Hmm. Um, and, and probably I'm guessing that's what her coach and her new coach and all those people are going to do too because they have to tend to the present moment. But for you, it was a um, like taking a colossal shit. Like you, yeah. needed, like, <laughs> oh you, were, free, yeah. you were freed from something. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a real release. And I think like, the, for me, I think the best thing I did was not try and find a replacement like a new coach because mm. well, but Maddie is kind of a rebound though, right? Well, like kind, of, but he doesn't coach me, right? He just stand there oh, and like okay. chat. he just like he just stands he, there and looks hot. Yeah, just keep me company, like get me some coffee, like just <laughs> hang out and keep the keep the good vibes rolling, like, and that's what you need in between events. Like, you need someone to kind of just. Like you don't want to be on. I'd the like whole to do time. some thrusters with you after the event. <laughs> uh, just kind of like writes that on a sheet of paper and slips it to you. Slides it over. Oh, yeah. man. Motivation. Yeah. We'd totally do something like that. But um, yeah, like so I think if you for me personally, I like look, Danielle's like a totally different person. Like I don't know her too well, to be honest. I don't think I've ever had many conversations with her, but everyone's really different. But um, yeah, if I think if I had have tried to like go and find a replacement, like a proper coach and someone to go, Hey, do this and do that. That would have been too much. Cause that's a really mm-hmm. difficult adjustment. And like, you, you didn't have, have a then, coach at the games. That's right. You yeah, went there with your, with your new dude, your boy toy. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. That's hardcore. But the funny thing is too, because I had no coach, like everything changed. I had like no expectations. I was like, Oh man, I've fucked this year. I'm like, it's all, I'm like, who knows what's going to happen now? I don't know if I've trained enough in this last two months. Like, so, And so I had zero expectation and I was like, well, I at least trained for 12 months, so I may as well just go and give it a nudge. And I just like was super chill about it because I thought I'd fucked it. Like I, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's done. Like, And then like that, no stress and just like showing up one workout at a time and doing whatever I had going, I don't know if I've done the right things or not because no one was there guiding me was actually one of the best things to happen. So um yeah, it was really good for me and definitely like a, a really good evolution for me, like in my adult life, like moving forward to kind of regain myself and like start doing things a little bit more on my accord rather than sort of like under under someone else. Like you just get to an age where like I just think that doesn't work anymore. Like and that's and that's why I even so then I had a coach, um, Nick at Brute, who was awesome, like couldn't say a bad thing about the guy. He helped me through years. That's um, Nick Fowler. Nick Fowler, yeah. And um he was awesome. And then I, I kind of hit another I'm like I'm like a Phoenix man. Like I just like I just like constantly I need to like keep leveling up and rebirthing or something, but rising from the ashes. I, I need to keep rising. It's like my like life's thing. But um and I got to a point again where I was like, I'd had Scotty and everything, and I was like, man, like I'm I'm gonna miss training sessions at times, stuff's gonna get crazy. I'm like, I just don't wanna be accountable to anyone. I just wanna do whatever I can do. And I don't wanna feel guilty because someone's like been there and you know, put their chips in my basket and they're like writing a program for me. I'm like, I just wanna like follow a good program, show up as best I can show up, and it's on me. Like it's just mine. I don't have to worry about anyone else. I don't have to get the guilt or like, you know, there's no expectations. I just do whatever works for me and my family and it's like within our household and and it's good. So um yeah I think and and obviously like it's super different for for everyone like you look at Tia it's like totally different situation you know like Shane you know helps her out so much and kind of like carries that and guides that and you know they've got that working relationship that's like really good and that wouldn't work for the next person so so you think yeah yeah so I think from the outside (laughs) I'm 
I'm not in the bubble, so I don't know. But um, but yeah, that so so it looks like. But every athlete, I mean, there's what forty athletes or something or thirty athletes. I don't know. I should know by now. But however many are on each side, and I'm sure everyone's pretty different. Uh, Elise Car Radau um, wants to give you five dollars to have you buy a coffee, but she knows that I won't give you the money. <laughs> I can't drink too much coffee; it makes me crazy. But thank you. Uh, so, so you choose. So you chose Mayhem programming because mm-hmm. that suits you. You get the programming. You go home, and you and you and um, the family uh, find a way for you to get it done. No guilt. No pressure. <laughs> Yeah, no emotional attachment. Uh, well, the, I'm sure you put pressure on yourself, but besides that. To a degree, like you need yeah. an element to do well. There's a healthy amount of pressure and then it can get out of control. But um, I, yeah, Maddie was actually signed up and doing the workouts and he's like, look, I think you're just going to, at this point in your career, like it's hard enough to show up every day with a kid. And he's like, I think it's got a lot of your weaknesses, but it's also really fun. And I'm like, just hit that point where I'm like, I kind of need it to be a good time. I need it, the pain to be enjoyable. Otherwise, it's really hard to show up every day, twice a day with a kid and all the other stuff. So um, I just trialed it privately. Like I was just doing it in the garage. I was like, I'll feel it out. And then, yeah, I jumped on a call with Rich one day for something. And I was like, hey, man, I'm doing your programming. And like, they didn't know. I was like, I'm still oh. I'm like, I want, I wanted no emotional attachment. I'm not paying it. for it. I'm stealing it. <laughs> yeah. I'm having <laughs> Yeah. I'm legit logged into Maddie's. Um, and then, um, yeah, I was going to say something on that. I totally forgot it. But, um, yeah, pretty much. And, uh, yeah, it was like a good time. And that was the thing. I was like and a program that was like in a week in advance. So I could like if I looked at my week and I was like, okay, I've got all this like crazy stuff, I could shuffle things around. If something went down and instead of an hour I had 20 minutes, I could pull something from another day. So I was just trying to take stress off my plate a little bit. Um and like even having a coach that was in the US was like becoming a bit tricky, like just trying to coordinate in the different time zones and stuff like that. So I'm like, look, they put the effort into their paid clients through an app. Like they have to show up and have it all there in advance with warm ups and everything. So I'm like, sweet, it's easy. I can just go mm-hmm. in. There's like 5 million different tracks that I could move around if I felt like I needed more running or more lifting or whatever it is. Um, and it was just easy and I could just like hustle on my own privately. So yeah, it's worked out really well. Um, how how did um how did Maddie hit on you? Oh, <laughs> or did he or did you hit on him? How how did how did? Do you know what process? Do you know what is actually a is actually a funny, an interesting story? So Maddie and I were both previously married. So years years ago, we both got married really early. So Maddie was in the army and got married really early. I got married really young too. And um, were you married when I met you? Probably. I got married. Oh. I think I did one CrossFit. So people got confused about my names. I did one CrossFit Games under my maiden name. So 2012. And I got which married. Which was what? Which was what? Uh, Gordon. Oh, shit. Yeah. I know. Yep. If I did know that, I'd forgotten that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then I got married at the end of 2012. So I was like 22. Maybe I just turned 23. And um, I. Yeah. So we're pretty young. Right. Um, we met when I was like really Very young. young. And yeah, yeah. Nice dude we got to a point where I was like, we're just not the right people for each other. There's no like kind of qualms, whatever. So Maddie and I had actually been coaching in the same gym. Like he'd been in the gym for years and we're all kind of just in friendship circles. He had actually just like ended a relationship with his partner as well with his wife. And we, it was like this weird, like perfect storm. And we had like met up one day and we're like, 
we ended up in the gym at the same time and no one else is there and we're chatting like, oh, how's life going, man? Like, what's going on? And then he's like, oh, you know, I'm in this place, you know, we've gotten split or whatever is happening. And I'm like, dude, same, like crazy. Like I'd gone on this trip and I'd realised that like me and my husband were like just not right and it just, you know, I'd come back and had that conversation with him and um, and we're like, oh, that's weird. We were talking about it. And then I just remember this kind of like, I remember this like feeling because we'd been friends for years and I'd never like thought anything because it wasn't an option. And we'd had this conversation and I remember wow. kind of like. It's amazing girls are like that. Yeah. Like I, yeah. Like you yeah. can, like you get a 22, a 22 year old boy can't shut that off. Well, maybe <laughs> I can. I, I can now at 50, but like. You, you you just like, I'm not even going to look at you like that because it's not an option. Yeah, see, like I wow, just didn't, I, like I was just that kind is. of clo- closed off. And then all of a sudden when I was like, oh, it's kind of done. It's like tough times, but um, I was still young enough to be kind of naive about it all. And then I remember like us having that conversation and then having this moment where I was all of a sudden like, oh, I was like, I had this like, oh, I was like half happy like and I was like oh I'm like kind of attracted to I'm like oh this is weird I'm like we've been friends and I had like nothing like like I just had never thought about it because it wasn't an option and then yeah I don't even remember like what have I think like yeah we might dudes you know what the dudes are dudes are like I can fuck them all (laughs) (laughs) they're all they're all an option you're all I'm gonna get a rope and get all of you. That's how dudes are. Oh, I could get, I could get all of you in one bucket and run away. Put you all like catch you like Pollywog. I literally had this conversation with him because I was like, I was like, hey man, like we're kind of like just like we like this happened close. Like this was like really close. That's a great timing photo. Like, yeah, so cute. We um, it had happened really close, and I was like, and then it was super weird. Because it was so close, I remember kind of thinking that and saying to him, like, hey, man, like, you know, we've kind of, like, just gotten out of marriages or whatever, like, just gotten out of this, like, long-term relationship. Like, kind of, are you sure you want to, like, try this thing? Like, you can kind of go out and, like, you've been married for a really long time for, like, your whole 20s and same, you know. And But I don't know. It was just, like, when you find your person, you find your person. It was, like, I don't need to, like, mess around. It was, like, oh, we just... We just didn't know and it wasn't an, an option and then all of a sudden it was an option and then we saw it. Does that make sense? Like it's like all of a sudden. Yes. Like, like One of you like, could have been really scared, been scared by that too. But instead when I saw you guys at the games, it was it was intense between you. Not intense in a, in a bad way, in a good way. Yeah, like, like it we, was It was obvious you guys were like, like you were giving him more attention. I'd never seen an athlete giving their fucking dude or their girl more attention than the fucking event. I, and I said, <laughs> they have never seen it. Oh, it was like you were yeah. excited to get off the floor to see him. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, legit. I think, yeah, um, yeah I definitely think, uh, and we, I mean, our personalities too is like we don't muck around. Like we move fast. Like we got together then. I think we were, so we were at the games like 2017. We were pregnant 2018, married 2018, pregnant 2018, baby, house. Like we just, it, I don't know. It's just like when you know, like this, like little glow light came around him, and I was like, "Oh, hey, that's baby daddy. Let's go!" Like that's just, <laughs> it just, it just, yeah, that's how it played out. And I'm like, so it was fast. I'm like, yeah, you would think, like on paper, you'd be like, "Look, take some time to come out of a long yeah, relationship," yeah, yeah. but like, I don't know if it's just if it's just right and it works, it works, and you just roll with it. And does his family it. like you? Do his parents like you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're awesome. I love his family. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, because really you're because cool. you're a character, not in a bad way, but I mean, you're a unique. You're you're a fucking warrior. You're a champion. So uh, is his family. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right, yeah. Uh, I mean, not yeah, everyone. Not right everyone in. wants to be around. Not everyone. You know, 
some people don't want to be around champions. Some people don't want to be around warriors. It's no, it's, they're uh, they're all. Um, so Maddie grew up like in the bush, like in the country here, and his family is like sassy as like super strong, hardworking. They love yeah. a good time. Like they're totally my people. So um, yeah, I think we're just we're very very similar and just like fit in like super well. So that's yeah. you right there. Yes. I don't even recognize you right there. <laughs> Is that before okay. or after the baby? Before. Before, okay. Yeah. yeah, you you guys change after you have a baby. You guys start looking different. The yeah, women. we get old and gray and. No, no, no. <laughs> you guys start to look more angelic. You start to look more angelic. I really like this. This I like. I like the uh, Annie Th- Annie uh, Thor's daughter mom. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, she, there's something about her that like you guys get like uh, start get, like your wings. It's like you turn into angels, all of you. I definitely think you come into your own. Oh, look, I think you can go both ways. So I think obviously sometimes parenting can crush a soul for some people, and uh, there's like different environments that can do that. But if if everything's sort of right around it, it definitely. I feel like I I came into my own. I was like, oh, that's who I am. That's what I like. I'm happy to own that. You know, like I think. So you get this kind of like confidence. You definitely like lose some of the fucks that you had to give because like there's just no time <laughs> yeah. for it. Like, yeah, time for that shit now. <laughs> there's no time for it. Like don't care. We're just doing this thing. And um, yeah, definitely like a lot more like content. And then even like in our relationship, it's so much more like contentious. Like, I mean, once someone sees you like push a baby out, like there's no going back. Right. No going back. So, <laughs> right. Then, you were there at the business end. Like this is me and you forever. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. When, when I saw your um, interview um, with the morning chalk up, mm. this is going to be harsh. I apologize right. in advance. Go for it. When I saw your interview with the morning chalk up, I was surprised. I, I, I really like Lauren Khalil, but but I but I hated the interview. I hated the topic. I wanted you to come on there and be like, I don't give a fuck if they give me a jersey or not. <laughs> <laughs> like I like fuck them. They're fucking. They're they're goofballs anyway. Like what do i give a fuck like i wanted to see like a movement start around you where just every like you made your own jersey like fuck those guys like and not because they didn't give you a jersey like it's their business they can do whatever the fuck they want i fully support that like do whatever the fuck you want to do home cooking you want to just do fucking um uh, transgender people or just gay people or you want to support um men being in women's sports you do you but which i which they do by the way and, and that's that's why like part of the reason why i think they're fucking vile that they're they're okay with men and women's sports but did you think about going the opposite way with that like I'm pushing my own agenda here, by the way. Just, I just, <laughs> no. Uh, <just> <laughs> I apologize. I don't want to get any of that schmut, sh- sh- smut on you. You're such a good person. But I was just surprised that you wouldn't be like, fuck off. Like, I, I don't want no. a jersey from you. Yeah. No, honestly, that was a huge part of it. And I was like, um, I said to Maddie after they were like, oh, you know, we put the vote out and people have like, give me a jersey. I'm like, I still don't even know if that's like true or if it's just like a pity jersey. You know what I mean? Like, so. I, I'm like, I, I don't know. So because I said meaning they that, meaning you you've how are you notified you're gonna get, there's gonna be a jersey? So, so it was just because obviously people kicked up a fuss about it, and then they put a vote. They put the vote up on Instagram, and then I got an email like, "Hey, the people have voted. Like you've been chosen. We're gonna make a jersey with your name on it." Right. Um, and I think, do you know what? I think where I was coming. Did from, they contact you directly, or you see it the same way we see it? So I saw it, um, how you saw it first, and then yeah. I got an email afterwards. Yeah. I, I'm pretty mm. sure. Um, 
so yeah because I think Maddie was like oh hey you got a jersey I'm like oh cool but like I don't know it doesn't it doesn't feel the same to get like one later yeah but I think where I was coming from is like I don't really care I don't think the jerseys are even about the athlete like I don't give a fuck about like my ego or anything like I just don't really have one in that regard but what pissed me off was that it didn't make sense and I kind of was like looking at everyone and I'm like, I've been around in competitions and stuff where it's just a popularity contest of like who likes who or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you talk about trying to make this sport professional and all that kind of stuff. And then you go and pull shit like that. And I'm like, I'm just at that point now where I'm like, but you should have won the popularity contest too. I mean, I'm okay with them doing it by Instagram followers because they have to make money. Right. And you're at the top of the heap there. So like, fuck, let's fucking make some cash off of Cara Saunders back. And this is what I said to them because I did email them directly. I emailed CrossFit Games directly because I commented on Instagram. They said, shoot us an email. So I sent them an email straight away. I said, look, there's a couple of reasons why this is not right. And I'm going to say it. I'm not going to sit around and whinge and not say anything. And it's not about me having a jersey. Like, although I think I'm totally worthy, 100%. I'm like 10 years, done cool stuff. Like, I'm like, if, if I'm not. So I said, I looked at the names of the people they picked and I'm like, I just can't. I can't clearly see like a criteria. I'm like, you're not going off like past champ. So I'm like, if they go, oh, we're going to put up Medeiros and Tumi because, or, or Tumi or um, <laughs> like, we're going to put them, we're going to put them up because they're past champs. You'd be like, okay, yeah, like they're crowd fair, whatever you do, you. Or mm-hmm. last year they did the noble athletes. I'm like, I don't agree with that either, but it makes sense. It's a noble business. They're supporting their athletes, whatever. But right. I'm like, I'm looking at it and then I'm looking at the Instagram followers. I'm like, I'm trying to connect the dots as to why yes. they chose these people. I'm like, it doesn't connect. And I'm like, so all it is is this big-ass company with all this money who's put themselves behind what should be a neutral fair competition who's picked their favourites of who they like and they've made it very clear. And I'm like, that message then sends, the message that that sends to me is that I'm now walking into a competition where it's not fair. I don't know what's going to go down. How does that now look with, you know, with... How do oh, how it's the Dave Eubanks thing, Bob like, Eubanks, whatever that how, guy's name is. There it is again. Yeah. Like, how does that look now with judging or how we're treated yep. out on the floor? Like, is this person going to get better treated? Like, these are the you've you've just clearly shown. You know, obviously, you value your money. It's a business. Totally get it. I never like and and a business is going to make the decisions that they want to make for their business. I'll do the same for mine. They shouldn't sit on dead stock for sure. I'd never expect anyone to do that. But now. This is a title sponsor of of an event of the CrossFit Games that's supposed to support all of the athletes equally and we're walking into a field of play that is equal and fair. And this is now sent the message that this is not equal and fair because we actually like these people a little bit more. And um, I was like, that's just not cool, man, because, like, all I've ever wanted to do was show up and go, who's the best here? Let's just do some crazy shit, throw all these events at us and go, who's the fittest, who's the fastest, who's the strongest, who can do all of this stuff? That was a person in a in an even fair competition. We all wore the same gear. We did the same stuff. We had the same judging standard. And, like, we're just still lacking that, you know. And you know what? To be honest, I was even scared to, like, say anything at the start because I was like, oh, man, someone's going to, like, be out to get me down and bloody slip something in my drink and, like, you know, I'm like – I'm like, oh, I shouldn't even say anything pre-competition out of the pure paranoia that then something's going to happen to my to my ride. Um, but um, yeah, I was no like, one I fucks just, with the mayhem empire. 
Rich, yeah, don't worry. They well, rolled deep. Rich will beat their ass. Hey, um, th- this is th- this is Colt Mertens didn't get a shirt, and this is a shirt anyone can buy. By the way, I want to plug shamelessly plug him now. This is a dope shirt. I own this shirt. I bought this shirt. It's from Vindicate. Uh, you want to support Colt Mertens? Um, that he he works on a farm with sixteen thousand pigs. If you go to his Instagram account, you can see he's been working fucking double shifts so he can get the time off to go to the games. And you can all that's a pig snout right there. That's so true. yeah, it's cool. Okay, sorry, I didn't mean to hijack it. Yeah. So yeah, so so now you're afraid someone's gonna someone's gonna slip some uh, GW one five zero one one five six into your uh, jink. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's it's just some steroid that everyone's been that people have been popping for. Uh, um, new supplement. But, but yeah, yeah, new like supplement. That's... Don't 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 kiss. Uh, don't kiss Phil Tune. <laughs> I love Phil Toon, sorry, but you, but you still can't kiss him. You still can't do that. Um, but yeah, and then the other side of it was like as kind of someone who's like, I just, I guess, for the people, right? I'm just kind of like thinking for the people. I'm like, the the jerseys are not like, it's not even about the money. Like, it's, it's totally not about the money. Like me splitting the money with the other athletes doesn't do shit. It doesn't fix the problem. It's like, for me, it just feels like the right thing to do. I'm like, I'm not going to sit back and go, oh, yeah, yeah, i got a jersey now. I'm going to take all this money and like, like because they voted me in this popularity contest, like I just I don't like that. That's just not how I roll. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, in my eyes, everyone is like should be equal. No one person is more valuable than the other. That's just how I do things. But the whole point too is like we talk about the community, and you know, like, and then you're charging like it's fuck. It's like a hundred dollars Australian. I'm like, I'm not going to ask my grandma to like spend a hundred bucks. <laughs> like her, you know, that's and, three gallons of gas in the United States. On the pity oh, jersey, uh. yeah, on the pity jersey. I'm like, and on then the I'm pity like, jersey. But like, I'm half like, oh, it's cool. Like, I also, I think families should have the opportunity. Families and friends, like in your local gym or whatever, should have the opportunity. Like, they genuinely want to help. Like, I've been mm-hmm. in gyms where they genuinely feel a part of your journey. Like they love it. They see you train, they're in it. They're like, I want to buy your shirt. I'll spend that $100 on your shirt and I want to wear it. And But they weren't even given the opportunity. Like Colton's, you know, fans who know how hard he works. Baden Brown, like working a full-time job. Yeah, new- Baden's cool as shit too. He's yep. so cool. He got yep. a new- He's got like three Instagram followers, doesn't give a fuck. He had like- 17 uh, kids. Yeah, all the He's kids. got more kids than Instagram followers. Yeah, legit. <laughs> And he works so hard and he's such a good dude. Except for when he's fucking his wife making kids. <laughs> and he works I'm hard like, then too. He works hard. <laughs> he's doing a good job. But then I'm like, and I'm like, man, he deserves a jersey. Like he like do a pre-order, man. Just do a pre-order and go, there's a cutoff here. They'll get sent later. And then you can print them. I'm like, a big company, like you can do it. You can do it. They can print leader jerseys on the spot. They can make it happen. And if Yeah, that should make right, right? Yeah. I'm like, print if it's some like, shit. And then you're not you're not losing money. Like you're not you're not losing money at all. No one's expecting you to lose money. You can still make your money on it. Yeah. And if and if ten mm-hmm. people want to buy that person's jersey and ten thousand want to buy that one, then cool, so be it. Um, and then that's really giving back um to the athletes and showing that, you know, we're actually valued for what we do and for showing up. And so I was like, Yeah, I, I definitely like jersey or no no jersey for me, like it didn't matter. I was definitely more of the principle. It was just the principle of like I kind of wanted to be like, Hey, what were you thinking? Like, what were right. you actually thinking? What was the right. thought process behind this? Because it's not right, you know? There just wasn't. Like, there yeah, wasn't. Yeah. And, They're um, too scared to think over there, by the way. They're too scared. They live in a social pressure cooker over there. <sighs> no comment. Um, But, yeah, the, <laughs> look, everything's, like, run by 
you know, socials and whatever. Yep. Like, I, I don't know. Like, there's just too much weight. That's the side of it that I don't like, right? But um, but it is what it is. It's part of it. There's no point fighting back against it too much. But, yeah, that's kind of where I was at with it. Um, but yeah, I, I like it. I like it because it gives me 20, 20 minutes of shit to talk about on my show. Content. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have plenty more when someone puts something in my drink now because I'm like, yes. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck happened to her? <laughs> well, whatever. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. I don't, I don't, I don't take it for granted. Um, it's cool having you here in the States. Um, last thing, when, when after the games, do you plan on staying or are you rushing straight home? No, we're going home. Maddie uh, took off like a month. He accessed his like long service leave from work to come over. Okay. So um, we're going to go home on Tuesday. So we fly back into Texas and then we're going to fly out of Texas, like hang there for the day and go home. He's got to go back to work. And then um, we're hoping if all goes well, he's got another block of time where we might come back for the Rogue Invitational later in the year. So, oh, cool. Because um, I keep missing that. I've like kept missing that, like had a baby and then COVID. You think you're so- going to be invited? Well, who knows now? But, uh, <laughs> I would like to, if I'm invited, I would like to make the effort. You seem back. like maybe you're cut from the same cloth as um, one of the owners over there, uh, Miss Katie Henniger. I can. Yeah. Do you guys have a relationship? Yeah. So I've got a lot of respect for her. So I did the. Um, I could I see you the, guys totally being friends. Yeah, and she seems kind of like no BS, like really no cool. No BS. Yeah. yeah. She. Um, so what, when she won me over, I did the 2020 online Rogue Invitational um, and I had to do it in the middle of the night, if you remember, because of the time yeah. frame. So I'd like feed my daughter, put her to bed, race down to the gym, work out all night, come back and parent. It was gnarly. But um, wow. And uh, she like personally called me and just said like, hey, you know, like so proud of you. Thanks so much for being patient with us and having to do it in the middle of the night. And, you know, it was really great to have you part of the competition and stuff and like took the time to like, I didn't expect that from someone, you know, there um, and yeah, that. I mean, arguably the biggest person in the sport, one yeah, of the most influential crazy. people in the sport. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and um, and then I, the way that they ran that competition, that's the only time I've had an interaction with the Rogue Invitational, and they did an absolute like impeccable job, and I've spoken highly of it ever since. It was a massive highlight of my career to do that purely because of how professional they ran it. The people knew how to do their job. Everyone knew what they were responsible for. The competition was fair. They just did it right. And it was like, yeah, it was definitely a highlight and they handled it with such grace. So I've got nothing bad to say about them at all. And yeah, Katie was awesome. I'm thinking of all these um, fun knockoff shirts now. I, I want. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What if, what if there was a, a Ricky Garrard shirt and the, the two noble, the burning twin towers, we changed them to needles. Oh my God. <laughs> I love Ricky. I love it. I mean, it, I think guy. he could sell a ton of, if he could do that, it, I think he'd be willing to do that if he could sell, you know, make $3 million in shirts. Mate, yeah, he takes it. He cops it on the chin for sure. Oh, he, yes. He deserves so to. He's well. the fucking best looking man fucking who's in the United States when he steps in here. He needs to <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, you go. You gonna make those shirts? You can be responsible. For <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, and I was thinking about the Daniel Brandon one. Could be the 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 burning twin towers noble thing. Could be just her middle fingers. Two like middle this. fingers. Yeah, yeah. Two middle fingers. Yeah. Wait, did you uh, see my Instagram with my daughter doing that yesterday? No, that, no, I want to see it. So, like, I put on there, "Don't do smartass things to your husband while your three year old is watching." So she's like, "I was packing to leave for Wisconsin last night, and I've." 
flipped off Maddie, like giving his. Oh, I see. It. It's yeah. in her story. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I flipped him off and going, he was sitting on the lounge and I'm like, hey, man, you want to pack this? And like, I've given him the finger. Next minute, Scotty's walking around. Hey, dad, you want to pack this? I give him the finger. I'm like, oh my God, are we bad parents or are we epic? I don't even know anymore. Epic, epic. <laughs> are you, you going to pull? Oh, epic. there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, Do you want to pack this? Oh, she's so <laughs> proud of herself. <laughs> look how she looks at her middle finger, too. She can't even believe she can do that. Look at her. Yeah, look, well, watch how she looks at it here. Like, whoa, wow. Yeah. And then looks at you. The That's cool. some. The coordination for a little kid to hold the other ones down, it's like a skill. She, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. But I got it. My Maddie got a message from my Nana going like, oh, love, like, please don't do that. But also like a laughing face. <laughs> oh, so good. But yes. Anyway. All right. Thank you. Um, oh. We'll be rooting from, for you. And um, tell Maddie I said hi. And okay. uh, thanks for all your time, ma'am. You're the best. Slap oh, Rich you. on the ass for me, please. Thank <laughs> you. We'll do it. I'll get Maddie to do it. <laughs> all, right. all right. Good. Good. Perfect. Bye, See you guys. Thanks. Bye. See if I'm doing whom, – who am I doing breakfast with this morning? Uh, Dude, interesting perspective on the uh, as an athlete perspective, losing faith in the title sponsor due to the stunt they pulled with these jerseys. Uh, well, explain uh, what do you mean? What like, do you she mean? was just saying, like, just by how they go back and forth, and they had some jerseys, and then how they pick the people. And then when they got backlash, they're like, okay, we'll vote. And then now the vote's here. And now we have a bunch more. And so just kind of that wishy-washy, as she was putting it, it's like now I'm supposed to come in and compete and hope that everything is going to be run fairly and everything else when this is what we see. Oh, oh, right. Title sponsor. Right, right. And I know, and I realize How that, much influence does the title sponsor have? Yeah. And I well, their athletes get the lanes in the shade. <laughs> yeah, they get the I cold mean, waters and the ice chest. Right, right, right. <laughs> Everybody else runs out. Right, right. And, I don't, I, I, maybe I'm naive. I don't think it's, I, I don't think it's like that, but I also brought up the so same thing. I also brought up the same thing with, um, with Eubanks, you know? Yeah. Like, like, like someone was saying 20% of the athletes who are at the CrossFit games are, are, are at mayhem right now. And, and yet, and that, that's a, um, you know, mm -hmm. place where kids are adopted, there's guns and th th they don't believe in injecting drugs into kids. And yet one of the head enforcers at the games is against all that. Well, right. maybe not against adopting kids, but is okay with killing babies. It's like, it's a little squirrely, but I, yeah, I can. Do know that if it makes you think, at least it makes you think it makes you think. Yeah, for sure. But if Adrian were sitting here, he would tell us that the noble has no, nothing to do with the way that the event is ran and scored and everything else. So it doesn't have influence over it. So there is that, but, but and yeah, he'd be so, telling but, and he'd be telling the truth. Yes. One thing you count on from him. There are a bunch more jerseys in here as I scroll through it though. Uh, maybe, maybe in their defense too. I'm, I'm really okay with the, it's their. I'm really okay with if it's your money, do what you want. Like I, I said, that like like yeah. they, like CrossFit fires Dave. Like I don't, I don't think that they have to. I don't think that's their business to tell the world why they fired him. And if the affiliates want to get upset about it, that's their uh, prerogative because they pay three thousand dollars a month. But it's also HQ's prerogative to say fuck off. I understand both perspectives fully. Yep. And I understand if Noble just wants to put out jerseys that they think are going to sell well so that they can make their money back. They're not in the business of – no no one's in the business of losing money. Right. Giving it away. But, but when you are being um, asked what to do, you should be honest about the decisions that you made and how you made those decisions rather than trying to cover it up with this corporate babble and act like you're doing or, favors. Or raise the, raise the price of the shirt $27 and <sighs> say you're giving money to the – 
<laughs> it's weird. Yeah. And it's a good thing. Like we got people like Vindicate on here who actually, you know, put it together and wad zombie with the trading cards and stuff like that, that are um, not only giving to the community and to the fans, but also helping out the athletes in ways that they can. That's really cool. It's V uh, N D D K a dot com. Yes. But Colton's pre-order has come to an end, so that's why I had to bring it up through the Instagram and not on the site. VNDK8.com. Victor, Nancy, Dick. Cara. Thank you. Eight.com. Oh. Oh, you know what's crazy? I never think my – and you never know what kids are noticing and not noticing. The mm-hmm. other day when I was wearing I was wearing my CEO shirt around the house and – uh my oldest son said, I like the one with the American flag. I've never even, I didn't even know he knew what the American flag was. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Like you never know what sticks. I wanted to ask her a question about the mayhem <laughs> thing. I was going to be like, Hey, does like the, the weak links or the lesser athletes, do they clean up the equipment? Like in my mind, I imagine this and this probably isn't true at all, but like everybody's working out and warming up and then like Rich enters the room and everybody kind of stops and like gives him his like, as he like walk, as he like shuts through, and then like if you're hey. using his band to stretch with, you just like let go of the band and walk away, and he just slides in and starts. Stretching. I don't. I guarantee you, ask anyone, they say it's not like that, and I, I guarantee like you, that. it is. But I guarantee you, it is like that. <laughs> like when he walks in the gym, everyone knows he's rich. There. Is the big dog? Yeah. When he yeah. when he was at freaking Wadapalooza, you have like I don't know, five hundred people that are all kind of sitting there, and Rich walks in, and it seemed like the whole event was just like boom, eyes on Rich, like how he was with the hotel and. The way he handles it is crazy. He's so good and so giving um, during those times, very, too, which very. is nuts because if you think about how many years he's been uh, doing that for, that at some point you're like, get the fuck away from me. Let me just walk from you know my hotel to the event without this swarm. But he's such a good dude. I just got a um, text from uh, Peter at Coffee Wads and Pods. Oh. That's all. Um, he's, he's doing live episodes during the games. I saw That's awesome. Where Lauren Khalil's trying to do that too. She what? Yeah. Is she really? Stealing our bit. I, I like it though. Um, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's what we need to do with Peter's. When Peter goes live, we need to pull his stream onto our. Onto <laughs> so our. Yeah. And, and like that, that'll be like, we'll take a potty break. You know what I mean? Or we'll make fun of him. We'll just talk shit to him. What did he say? Is that English? <laughs> <laughs> just make here we're either gonna make fun of you the whole time or we're gonna use your content for us to take a break we're gonna take a break now here's some time with mr rogers from coffee wads and pops <laughs> yeah lauren clill and dex hops will be going uh live immediately following the final heat at the crossfit games yep oh and you know what's you know what she did really well I, i've been going through and I, i've been you know i used all these guys to uh research and um she was getting people on the floor after one of the events. So that's what she's going to fucking do. She's going to have someone down on the floor. And after the events, those people will be. Competing so with me for the yeah, interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll have someone like Patrick Clark running up with a, with a cell phone and, and trying to get interviews. So basically I just got to wear my running shoes and just beat everybody to the interview. Huh? Yeah. Or just That's, wait. And we just uh, we will it. only be interviewing nude athletes, nude, N U D E, after. So if you want to see clothed athletes, go to Morning Chalk Up and uh, Peter at Coffee Wads and Pods. 
If you want to see <laughs> naked athletes, bums and boobies and, and vaginas and penises, you'll come to the seven bar. <laughs> oh, we got we need something. We have to keep pushing the bar. That's right. You have to uh wouldn't it have been crazy yesterday if when I opened the phone line someone said some crazy shit to Danielle? When you were saying that on the um <laughs> and you were like, I don't know what someone says some crazy shit. She's like, like what? And you're like, Well, I can't say it because then I look crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I could think of all sorts of crazy shit to say to her. It was funny, I was listening to that as I was like finishing up at the gym and I like I was thinking like of all the calls that we've had in the past, I was like, it could get pretty squirrely quickly. Oh here. <laughs> man. Especially with her on. Oh boy. I'm going to see um, Greg Glassman speak today. I'm jealous. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty pumped about it. Yeah, I wrote down. We got a bunch of uh, notes here because the schedule as we're leading up to the games is getting nuts. So we we uh, so we have um, we have James Sprague and Dallin on at six thirty. Do we have someone at seven seven fifteen? We do. They haven't completely confirmed yet, but I'm pretty okay. sure. I don't uh, know if you want me to say now or if we want to wait. Uh, let me guess. Is it Ricky Garrard? No. Oh, um, I, I'd like. Is it Justin Medeiros? No. Oh, they're on uh, cue. They're on cue. They'll be on, but not tonight. And then, and then, and then, um, but it is, but it, it's, 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 but we're, we'll get someone probably. Yeah, most likely. So, okay. Um, and then, uh, and then tomorrow morning at seven a.m. We have uh, Justin Nunley, TikTok comedian, superstar. Darren Weeks will be talking about UFC 277. Then in the middle, oh shit! In the middle of the day, we have Amanda Barnhart. Yep. Okay. And then in the evening, we have and and she'll probably be solo, like like Kara Saunders was. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Lazar Jukic at six thirty, and then probably someone at seven fifteen. Well, and I think. We're going to be doing a show possibly with Jr. Oh, Taylor as well. That'll wow. fit in there. And then at oh, any wow. point in time, I have like uh, another five athletes right in the queue as to like. Oh yeah, where we need Jay. We need it. Jay Crouch. Yeah. So there. Am I saying his name wrong? Is it Jay Crouch or Jay Crotch? <laughs> I think it's Jay Crouch. I know. I would love to get Samuel. I would love to get Samuel. I really want to get Samuel. I want to get Rich, and I want to get a Jay. I want to get Jay so bad. I need I need more like he's a trip. Like I think he's a that dude, that dude's a stud. And we're gonna I think we're gonna see that that dude grow up right in front of us in the next five years. Who a really uh, uh Jay, Jake, the guy from uh uh Australia, the quiet dude. I always make fun of him for being an ass interview. He came on with Rob Forte. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. a beast. Yeah, he's fun. Um, yeah, we got to get, okay. So, so those are, so Rob Forte, Jay Crouch, Rich Froning, Angelo, Ricky Garrard, Justin yep. Medeiros. Yep. Um, th those are ones that we got to get in the queue. Yep. We got a couple coaches on deck. We also have some prediction shows with Brian oh. and John Young. And, 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 um, we were talking with Kotler. Kotler is going to come on. This evening, potentially. Yeah. I didn't know if you oh, want to drop shit. that or not. But okay. Might, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Look, it's looking like tentatively right now we'll have Dallin and James 45 minutes and then we'll, we'll jump over and we'll talk with a uh, Kotler for about 30 minutes or so. Oh, he, this is a good idea. Okay. This is not a bad idea, too. Ooh, to get Royce. Nice. That's yeah. a great idea. The only thing that might get squirrely there is just time zones. Yeah. Good point. But he might just 
say screw it. I, I, I would get yeah, Laura with anyone. Like Laura can come on with fucking uh, Joe Biden. Like if Laura can bring whoever <laughs> the fuck she wants. We tried. I've I've tagged yeah, her and yeah, stuff, and I yeah. I could see. Laura her can just come on and just but... turn her back to the screen the whole time. <laughs> hey, that's gonna be our exclusive interview when I get her on the field. I'll just like hold the camera up right to her yeah, back. She'll fuck you up. She'll beat your ass. <laughs> yeah, she, she would, but that'd out. be great content. So I think it'd yeah, be a win-win yeah. for everybody. <laughs> right, right. Hold my camera. Laura's about to beat she my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, okay, and then um, uh, and then so sat so Saturday's crazy. So maybe um, we need that on the calendar too. So Saturday's UFC in the morning. Amanda Barnhart. Then um, that's Friday. Uh, that's Friday. Friday. So Friday it's uh, UFC. Yep. Amanda Barnhart twelve. Then at five or five thirty, it'll be Taylor Self and Jr. Howell on the programming show. Yep. Then directly following that will be uh, Lazar Jukic. And then Saturday, I really don't. I, I really just want to do a live call-in show. Just with like the homies, yeah. just the regular listeners, and um, and just talk shit. I got so much shit to get off my mind. And then, oh, and then, and then, and then Saturday night we do the draft. That's gonna be a wild show. Tyler right. Watkins, the Tyler Watkins draft. Yeah, that's gonna be some shit. Draft. We got some cool. That panel of people is gonna be really fun. Yeah, I noticed morning chalk up already had Chad Schroeder Schrader on. I didn't watch it yet. I hope I hope they're teaching him how to talk. <laughs> was he on with Lauren? He was. Uh, yeah, he was on with Lauren. I didn't watch it. I no. need to watch it. She makes everything good, so it'll be all right. Yeah, he's got a giant brain. It's made for thinking, not so much talking. <laughs> Chad, he's gonna like text me. What? What's that mean? And then after the draft, too, we got two prediction shows with uh, Brian Sunday and Monday, which will be which will be fun. Oh, and that's with uh, John Young. Yeah. I love watching him and John Young battle. Like when they start when they start nitpicking and arguing back and forth about stuff. It's it's awesome. Brian acts like he's it's not getting under his skin. It's fucking getting under his skin. That's the best part about it. Yeah. It's getting it. under his skin. But I think it's cool because it really gives both of them kind of a chance to show off their knowledge of the athlete and everything else as they clarify their points or they debate back and forth. And ultimately the audience here wins when they get to listen to that because we just learn a ton more and everything else. But I love watching them argue every time I could start to see it. I could start to see when Brian gets a little like, you know, when it like, he's like trying to play it cool, but you could tell he's getting annoyed. Like John's getting under his skin. It's like, that's the best. Hey, will you pull up um the, the video we did yesterday with uh, Daniel Brandon on YouTube and go to the comments? Yeah. I um, it's it's it, it's it's interesting. Uh, there's a there's a, it's it, it's interesting to me how people just jump on Danielle's side. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm gonna mute myself for a sec so it doesn't bring up. Okay. I want to I want to find what this one guy wrote, and I just I just don't understand how. Uh, I think that the only thing we can know is this from from the the, the little bit that that I that I've listened to or the lot of it. Um, keep going, keep going. I don't see how you could like this. Look at this. I I I'm John Ross. I don't see how you could cut ties with an athlete like Brandon, even if she's hard to deal with. One of the best athletes with the biggest followings. I I, I don't even get that. I I don't even. Know. I don't see how you could cut ties with an athlete. Man, she's hard to 
deal like with. I could think of 10,000 reasons to cut ties with someone, no matter how big of an athlete or like, it's like, I don't understand how you could not get the injection. The, the CDC said you should take it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like so someone, someone stopped and typed that out on YouTube right there. There's so much crazy shit on here. Yeah, I'm keep keep going. There was there was there's a um I did I don't think Danielle told more than she wanted to. Damn, you're good, Sevon. I'll take that. But um Danielle they cancels it out when you said she told more. No, she didn't. Uh DB told way more than she wanted to. Yeah. Um okay. Anyway. She got a call where a coach dumped her. I'm just I, to I, 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 I'm, I'm excited to have Kotler on. I reached out to him. I, I just want, I just, uh, in the gentlest way, um, want it to be smooth, like, or at least give them both a chance to make it smooth. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 like no one wants the parents fighting. No one wants their friends fighting They're You know, good morning, Mr. James Townsend. Good morning. Good morning. All right, guys. Uh, I will see you uh, this evening. Uh, it's going to be a great show. And um, I'll try to take some pictures uh, of the event and get some video footage of Greg speaking today. Only coming out in the newsletter if you want to see it. Yeah, you better sign up for the newsletter. Sign up for the newsletter. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> and I'm not going to share it. Okay, bye. <laughs>